And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's fantastic, phenomenal, always fun, usually somewhat fascinating Friday as we head into the weekend. Not being afraid, even if the earth gives way to the mountains. Where do we hear that before? Or fall into the seas because our help comes from the Lord. First, we launch into a different direction in our teaching today. Oh, no. As we examine the biblical references to the James family. It turns out to be an amazing process to discover four different Jameses referenced in the New Testament with tremendous testimonies from their lives. They are examples to identify with and then to follow. Next, it turns out there is one superstar in the kingdom of God. His name is Jesus Christ. Not always being first, not always being right, and not always being on the stage for everyone else to see. Please, God, That pleases God more than the people who need the recognition, even a radio host. So do we live in it to be seen or heard by others or to honor the king of the universe? God demands the later, not the former. And finally, we often read about how Peter and John got the ball rolling in the book of Acts, and it's true. The two were at the forefront of the church being established. Their buddy and brother James were with them. In regards to the 12, John and Peter took the lead. But being just like Jesus, guess what? James came in first. How so? He went all the way, just like Jesus did before any other apostle did. So James took the first glory. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Personal revelations, spiritual observations, and my life's insanities. Oy vey. So much more than that as well. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can email us, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. You can text us, 214-210-8483, live during the show. Just like you can email us, live during the show. You can text us, live during the show. 214-210-8483. Or you can call us live during the show, 972-445-0770. There's 10 of those numbers, but we can get there. 972-445-0770. When you make that phone call, Captain Chris will answer the phone, and you will be sailing in the right directions because you will be in the hands of the captain. There you go. Here's the bottom line. Our opportunity to engage with one another is open for conversation. I go a particular direction, but if somebody's got something they want to ask or share or talk about, if there's a praise report or a prayer request, anything along those lines, we want to be able to participate together as a fellowship. I want to make sure you understand this really clearly. Ready? This is 
not your church. Okay. I just for whatever reason I'm just really getting into this line. This is not your church. We're a fellowship and we fellowship together with one another from different denominational backgrounds, loving on one another and strengthening and encouraging one another as we see the day of the Lord Jesus Christ approaching. We're strengthening each other until he arrives. There you go. That's what we do. Just as that simple. Here's your first trivia question. Ready? Here you go. True or false? Uh Uh-oh, another true or false? I'm doing another true or false? Yeah. God promised that the Israelites would travel to a land rich in gold and jewels. God promised the Israelites that they could travel to a land and that that land was going to be rich in gold and in jewels. If you think you know the answer to that, we encourage you. To call us at 972-445-0770, or you can text in at 214-210-8483, or you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. Somebody's already on the line. Didn't think I was going to get through much of that one anyway, just to let you know. Uh, Bottom line to the rest of it is simple. The show, it's not a professional radio show. It's not a professional anything. And sometimes I'm not sure if it's radio or if it's just really a weird dream and I haven't woken up yet. It's a cross between Steve Martin, Sean Hannity, and Focus on the Family, best as I can tell. Uh, Are we ready to have somebody answer the trivia question? Okay, here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? Well, hello, David. This is Eric. Hi, Eric. How are you? Just peachy. Just peachy. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, hey, I'm enjoying your book. I just want to tell everybody that you hit this one out of the park, too, just like your other book. And uh, just the, 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 uh, the dedication or the uh, introduction, the dedication, I guess it is. I mean, that's just a, a very good message just right there alone. Oh, right, in the very beginning of it. That's so nice of you to say. I don't have to pay you a royalty. No, I'm kidding. I mean, that's really nice of you to say. So it was a blessing. It didn't put you to sleep right away then? Uh, Not right away. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Eric and I were texting back and forth. I'll tell you, he brought up an old story I'd forgotten about, one of the legendary stories of me touching a super hot atomic wing, uh, eating one, and then touching my eye with the sauce. Oh, that was so painful. Yeah, well, I can imagine the outcome that, on that one. That was a bad one. Uh, so yeah. yeah, so the book was a blessing. I'm really glad to hear that, Eric. I'm really glad that it was that it was uh, it was worthwhile then. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it is uh, for uh, for a, a novice Christian or a new Christian like me. It would be, and I I would even say that uh, somebody that uh, knows quite a bit would uh, get a lot out of it too. That's very, very kind of you. So I'll do a quick plug on that. On the website, you can get that book and order the book. But I don't, we don't make anything off it. Like 50 cents or something. <laughs> it's like, I don't care. Oh, I yeah. just, I it's don't. called The Jewish Christian. The Jewish Christian. Where did that go? Where did that guy come with that with that one? That was a long one, long time ago. Excellent. All right, now you got to <laughs> answer the question because, you know, the trivia question, that leads into it all. And the trivia question is that God, true or false, God promised Israelites they would travel to a land Rich in gold and jewels. Golden jewels sounds good. However, I think it was uh, milk and honey. That is correct. You are right, sir. 
That's right. It sounds good. Golden Jewel sounds that sounds great, but if you don't have anything to eat, guess what? You'll starve. It won't matter. <laughs> so. That's right. That's right. All right. Thank you, David. I hit and uh, enjoy your show. Thank enjoy, you. Brother. I'm glad you're back too. All right. Thank you. I appreciate that. Love you in the Lord, bro. All right. Love you too, man. Take Bye. care. Bye bye. All right. It's my brother and a brother and a brother and another mother. Kind of thing. What is that? Is that how they say that? Brother, 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 something like that? It works. That works. All right. right, Let me get to this text. Now, listen, I do things differently all the time, so there should be no surprise for anybody anywhere. Just might as well just relax. There's no point. All right. Let me just tell you this. We're going to talk about this. Really going to get into this on these other three, James, but let me do the first one first. There are four Jameses in the Bible. We're not talking about Jesse James. We're talking about James. James, the elder apostle. James, the Lord's brother. James, the younger. And James, an apostle's father. Okay, did you hear what I just said? That's the one that hardly anybody recognizes. There are 38 biblical citations for the name James. The word James or the name James means to supplant, to replace one thing with something else. That's what James means. Now, James, and listen to what I'm going to say real quickly, is the, the first James in the Bible is in the New Testament is the father of Judas. Watch this. The apostle but not Judas Iscariot. This is where people get it all mixed up. And the reason I'm telling you this is to stop it ahead of time, okay? There is James. He's the father of one of the apostles named Judas, but that is not Iscariot. It's not the bad guy. We get very little about the dad, except if you kind of, you got to be careful here, but be aware. He is the father of an apostle. And I think that would be weird. I think it would be bizarre. I'm not saying that to be rude or or, or nutty or anything. I think if my kid, which, of course, that would never happen, but I'm just saying if my kid, any of my kids, were apostles, it would be like, how bizarre. Now, you would want to take credit that you raised them so well that they could be apostles, but the fact of the matter is they would only be that way because they hung out with Jesus. So, I mean, that's just the truth of the matter. But in thinking about that, you have to think of it as a parent. And I think that there's a lot of us as parents that would like our kids to kind of be like an apostle and be super spiritual or whatever the case may be. Uh, and, and there are some people that will communicate that the kids will only be a reflection of you. That's not true because uh, many kids came out doing better or worse than their kids that, or their, their parents. That that's really it more depends on God's purposes and God's plan. That supersedes everything more so than training does. And the bottom line in this case is this child had a dad, this, this particular apostle Judah had a dad named James, and he was obviously, he was good enough, let me just say this, to get a mention in the Bible. You don't get everybody fa- every father's name in the Bible. But you get his name. You know what? I'd take it in a second. <laughs> I would like to just have a begat. Are you kidding? I have my name in the Bible? Eternally, never to go away. The word of God established forever with greater foundation than the earth. I say yes. Good job, James the Dad. All right, we'll talk about the other Jameses when we get back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at year-end indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can, right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? What's happening is the churches and uh, educators and our government and everybody is too concerned about being politically correct. And what's happened is the walls have fallen down. And we need to rebuild them, and we need to build them back. And the only way we can do that is with God's people taking a stand. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. And I will say, especially in regards to the political correctness, it's just man's attempt to establish their own righteousness apart from God. And that's why it has so much confusion attached to it that nobody can figure out what's going on, because it goes all over the place. Well, the, the only hope for America is, is not the Democratic Party or the Republican Party. Uh, our hope, My hope is in God and his people taking a stand. Uh, this coming uh, election season, and uh, let's get men and women in office. And again, I'm not telling people to vote for, but we need to take a stand for God's truth and his righteousness. Yeah, that's fantastic. I just want to thank you and extend a thank you to you for taking the time to come on the show, sharing with us, giving us that perspective. I appreciate it, and it was a privilege and an honor for me to have you on the show, sir. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. God bless. All right, God bless you too. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Pastor Franklin Graham. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. I love shows like this. They're just like full of fire and fun and, you know, you know that kind of thing. All right, here you go. Here's a trivia question. Another true and false. You are kidding, Dave. Nope. No. No. False. <laughs> See, that's exactly what Al did. He answered the question before I asked it. I just want to point that out. True or false? Everywhere Jesus went, people loved him and believed his message. True or false? Just that simple. If you think you know the answer to that, 972-445-0770. That'd be the number to call. You can call if you've never called before. It's okay. Nobody's going to... Right? We don't typically go like that, do we? Do we go... Well, no? you do. I'm a little well, nicer. Well, maybe. <laughs> 
depends on what kind of mood you're in. What'd you have for lunch? Oh, by the way, and let me just say this real quickly. Captain Chris, what he did. So after, at the break, he said, you're in the Bible. I'm like, what? I'm in the what? He goes, you're in the Bible. He said, David, it's in the Bible. It's like, and then I said, spoon is in the Bible, but not in conjunction David spoon. So technically I'm in the Bible, just not all together. In one okay. All right. Everywhere Jesus went, everybody loved him. Uh, everywhere they loved Jesus and believed his message, everywhere we went, true or false, pretty straightforward question. I have a wonderful joke. If this offends you, I apologize now. And so if you are easily offended, if you don't understand 1 Corinthians 13, where it says love is not easily offended, uh, just change the station. That would be the easiest way to, <laughs> to handle that. I thought this was funny. I understand some people are going to be offended. Here's my only response to that. Get over it. Okay, here we go. Uh, one, is, that, is that a good way to, Wow, I'm going to roll. One Sunday morning, the minister told the congregation that he was going to say a series of words, and he wanted them to sing the song that came to mind with each word. Ooh, good one. The first word he said was rock. And the congregation immediately started singing Rock of Ages. The second word he said was blood. And they sang, there's power in the blood. The third word he said was cross. And they began singing the old rugged cross. And the fourth word he said was sex. Everyone grasped, just like you guys did, just there. And then it got very quiet. Then way back in the church, an 87-year-old lady stood up and started singing, Memories. If you don't think that's funny, I have nothing for you. I have nothing. Uh, nothing. For you. Come on. Right? It's funny. All right. <laughs> Uh, everywhere Jesus went, people loved him and believed his message. True or false, you can call 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483, or you can send an email, david, at he must increase.org. Let's get into this next section. Oh, it was funny. All right, here you go. James. This is the one. I mean, can you talk about a text? That is uh, often undone. And we got somebody calling us. We're going to take that call first. But, boy, talk about a section of Scripture or a person in the Scripture that is that is unknown or unthought of. We're going to really, really uh, hammer in this because it's a really huge, impor important value for us to grasp. But first, let's have an answer to three of you question. We're ready? Here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, Shabbat Shalom, David. This hey. is Samson. Hey, brother. How are you? Hey, very good. Okay, now, I know you know this, right? Yes, but I want to reply to your joke uh -oh. with another joke. Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fire away, bro. All right. There was a little kid. Uh, his grandma took him to a very conservative, old-fashioned Baptist church. So after, after the church... Uh, Grandma was taking that kid back home, so he said, Mama, who's that Andy guy that you guys were singing about? She said, what are you talking about? Andy? Who's Andy? So they, it goes like this because the Baptist church, they sang the song In the Garden, 
and he talks with me and he walks with me <laughs> oh so, so the little kid thought that was andy so she said the, no silly that's not andy it's the holy spirit the andy joke that's yes. what we're going to call it. <laughs> Andy walked with me. Andy, Andy talked Andy with talks me. With me Andy, Andy tells me that I am his own. There you go. <laughs> excellent, excellent job. Very, very cool. good. Okay, let's get to the trivia. Right, the answer is T-R-U, no, F-A-L-S. That's right. Everywhere he went, Jesus was loved and everybody believed his message. True or false? False. That's right. You're correct. <laughs> False! That's ridiculous. The majority yeah. of people didn't like him. That's why he said the wide is the road to destruction and narrow is the path that's on life. People forget that often. So it's not yeah. it's not a numbers game. God's not trying to win numbers. It's who he's taken with him in eternity. Uh, you're either you're either connected and loving and, and, and in relationship with the Lord or you're not. And if you're not, you're not going. Okay, that's pretty straightforward. Yeah. All right, brother, I'm praying for your complete healing and also for your grandson. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it, my brother. God bless you. We love you, brother, and we love your ministry. Thank you, bro. Okay. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. We're just rolling today. All right. So now let me get back into the James. Great job by everybody on the calls and on the uh, trivia, by the way. All right. I want to do this uh, thing about James. So the first James we talked about was James, the dad of one of the apostles. It's like, okay, cool. I got to mention, that's nice. Here's the guy that gets nothing. This guy, I, I just, I don't know. James the Younger. So you got James the Father, and then you have James the Younger, okay? James the Younger, You uh, maybe a quick reference would be Mark 15, 40, where it makes reference to him. There is this reality. Now, people say we absolutely know it's this or that. We don't. We don't know if he was smaller, younger, or just less prominent. We don't we don't really know because the Greek word homikras means James that's homikras means the little. And so we don't know if that means the little as in little dude or you know little as in little young guy or little as in yeah, nobody pays attention to him. He's like the last one that talks or something. But here's what's amazing, okay? He doesn't have many biblical references. Okay. In fact, Mark 1540 is, is one of the more clear references for him. I think he's got like two other mentions, p- perhaps. Here's the key. He was, and this is what people don't understand, one of the 12. He was an apostle. He was somebody who cast out spirits out of people that he came in contact with, who prayed for people and they got healed, who participated in the miracles of Jesus Christ when Jesus did miracles amongst the people. He was one of the people passing out the food when Jesus multiplied the fish and the bread. And yet, now just watch this. You don't think much about or often think about James the Younger, but he's always there with the 12. And the problem is, for somebody like me, I'm on radio, so you have a a point on radio where there's a point person like myself, and then there's the, the streams that come off the point person to different people. James wouldn't be on radio. James wouldn't be on television. If he had any wisdom, he wouldn't be on the internet. <laughs> he would be. 
He's the guy that's in the background that just keeps doing the work. Guess what? I'm going to say this in a nice way, and and please don't be offended. His reward is just going to be ginormous. It's going to be huge. And you don't even know much about him. But he's always there. He's always faithful. He's not rebuked. Nothing ever. He was good enough for Jesus to choose him to help change the world. Because Jesus loves the lowly and the the person who stands behind. The superstar in any capacity on earth, it's always a pride issue. It's always a look up here, look at me, look at me. But nowhere does James the Younger ever have this issue, and he will be honored for all eternity. And you don't know him now, but every time you read the phrase, the 12 disciples— or the 12 apostles, or Jesus' disciples, or the apostles, anything like that, this guy is there. Remember in Acts, where the Holy Spirit falls out, and they're all speaking in tongues? He was one of them. He helped change the world, and you know nothing of him. I just, I I think of something like that, and I think, that is fascinating. That here's a guy that gets a mention, and maybe a second mention, but primarily one mention, and nobody knows anything about him, and Jesus uses him to change the world, and he's that's the exact spirit, the exact character that Jesus likes. I said it yesterday. I'll say it again today because it's worth repeating. When the angel came to make the announcement about the birth of Jesus Christ, He went to the shepherds. He told the shepherds, a king has been born for you. Nobody told anybody in the palace. Nobody cared about the palace. Obviously, God didn't care about the palace because he didn't say anything to them. But he cared about the—and just just like a shepherd being faithful with the sheep, there's James the younger, James the little, James the the smaller, James Homicrus. Doing the kingdom work. I I wish I could be one-tenth of that guy. Are you kidding? Not to get rebuked would have been my first big achievement. <laughs> I just want to point that out. If I was up there with one of the 12, I'd have been one of those guys that Jesus would have said, Dave! <laughs> that's, a, that's a definite. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, very impressive. So that's James the father. And now that we talked about first, James the, the, the father of Judas, the other apostle. And then this is James the younger, an actual apostle that's always there doing the work of the kingdom of God. Taking our break, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon experience, you say? I'll put it to you like this. Do you love a good joke that's pretty bad? What do you call an animal that doesn't practice what it preaches? A hippocritopotamus. <laughs> Come on. Do you love being able to ask questions, comments, or having someone to pray for you? If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we don't want it to die of loneliness. We want it to have a chance. And last but not least, do you love some trivia? All right, we got our trivia question. Uh, who made clothes out of leaves that were sewed together? Somebody want to answer the trivia question? 
Oh, okay, hold on. Hold on. Here we go. Here we go. This is David, who am I talking to? We're talking to Mary. This is Al. This is Brother Ace. This is Eric. This is Deborah. Now, if that doesn't make you curious, maybe you should tune in and check it out for yourself. Think of me as the big brother that won't go away. <laughs> That's me. Tune in to the David Spoon Experience weekdays at 1.30 p.m. on 770 KAAM. What is the David Spoon Experience? Then he says this, don't be afraid. Why should you not be afraid? Because what fear does is immobilizes a person, stops them from moving forward, and it also eats away at faith. Fear has this way. It's kind of like if you think of faith as, uh, I'll do this now, as uh, uh, chocolate ice cream that has peanut butter in it, okay? Uh, That's faith, okay? Fear is like somebody drilling a hole underneath and then taking a little spoon and then pulling some of that faith down, a little scoop by scoop by scoop by scoop. And you don't want your faith reduced because God requires faith to us to engage with him in. That's his requirement. That's the vehicle by which he has chosen to engage with humanity. You don't think God could have said, it's me, you're going to believe, or I'm going to turn you into a fish. I mean, you don't think God could have done that? But he chose the vehicle of faith because that's what he wanted from those that would come to him. A confidence, an assurance in the goodness of God. So Jesus, the first thing he says, ignore it, don't be afraid of it. And then he does this one radically crazy, nutsy, cuckoo line, just believe. And we use that in movies and in books and in fairy tales and all that stuff. We're not talking about any of that stuff. This is believing, looking at a situation just like Abraham did, just like we talked yesterday, how Abraham looked at the circumstance, didn't deny he was old, didn't deny he was past childbearing, and said, I'm just going to believe God anyway. Uh, That attitude of just believe, it's taking a stand in the framework of your faith that says, I'm not moving. Here I am. Call me Bulldog. I'm right here. I'm not going nowhere. My faith is solid. And if you can't shout sight, you'll have to face a penalty. As with oh, welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's Man, the truth station here in Texas. Get ready for your next trivia question. I just want to point out that Captain Chris calling me names. You told me to. Well, that's true, but, you know, that's right. They call me Bulldog. He goes, Bulldog. <laughs> it's like, and Chris is starting to lighten up. It's going to create a lot of problems out of here. Just to let everybody know what's going on. Here we go. Uh, you should like this one. Another true and false. This is a five. We're going to go all five. We're going to be true and false. True and false. True or false. True and false. True or false. Okay. Jesus was once caught in a storm on the Red Sea. True or false? Jesus was once caught in a storm on the Red Sea. True or false? If you think you know the answer, you can call in at 972-445-0770, or you can text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email in, david at org, which does lead us to the website, which we do kind of 
almost at the same time each time. Maybe I should start splitting that up. Uh, go to the website. There's a couple of places to give. You, uh, that's one of the things that we need. There's a couple places to put, like you contact Dave on the links above. You can do a prayer request there. We'll be glad to pray for you. Nobody needs to know about it. If you want people to know about it, you have a little checkbox. Keep it private or you know, make it public kind of thing so you can do it either way. Uh, we want you to check it out. We want it to be a blessing, but we want you to know it's changing. So go check it out now so you can see how much better it's going to be or how much better I think it's going to be. Uh, go to hemustincrease.org. Website, he must increase.org, he must increase.org. Email David at he must increase.org. Facebook, he must increase ministry. YouTube, he must increase ministry. All right, now we got somebody calling in. They're going to answer that. I do want to give a shout out to Eric. That was really nice of him to call in and to mention the book. Uh, it's, it, it's really hard to explain this well. But so the first book I did, the book I did, I was something I had to get out of me because it was in me because I kind of wanted to share the kind of the harder part of my Christianity and staying a Christian, even though I went through kind of a Christian culty kind of thing in the beginning. This second book, The Jewish Christian, which you can get on Amazon or you can get off the website or whatever. I mean, I don't care. You can do the, I think if you, if you have Kindle, it's free. So I don't. So there's not. I'm not trying to do anything on that. But it's about growing or continuing to grow in the Lord. It's about okay. Well, I'm I'm getting closer, but now I want to get closer and closer and closer. And it's like that's what the book's for. Okay. So I appreciate her giving a uh, shout out. And I will say that Cordelia and uh, Joanne really helped. Uh, also in the beginning process. I gave them a pre-copy, and then they wrote back. And so, you know, people have been very helpful. I appreciate it. All right. Got somebody ready to answer a trivia question? All right. Here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. It's good to see that you're on the program today, that this program's live. I am so glad that you called, and it's good to hear your voice, Mary. How are things going for you? Pretty good, pretty good. Okay, um, that's good. I I was worried about you because because um, uh, you weren't on the program earlier this week when I was listening. Anyway, yeah, yeah, I was on there Monday and then Tuesday and Wednesday I wasn't, and then I was back Thursday and back Friday. So Tuesday and Wednesday I had a, a little kind of a fever. It was really funny because I went to the doctor and you know what he said to me? He said, "You remember the cold." <laughs> And I said, no. And he goes, good. Well, that's what you have. <laughs> oh, no. I'd like that line. Remember the cold? <laughs> oh, yes. I remember uh, those. So anyway, uh, I'm a lot better. Everything's fine. And I'm doing great. And uh, things are going great, great. And I'm just super, super blessed uh, to be able to do the show and have a good time doing it. And I really appreciate that you cared because that's that's part of the Christian faith is having us care for one another and love on one another and it's greatly appreciated. Yeah, that's true. We are supposed to care for one another. That's that's true. Absolutely. Okay, Mary, I got you that you got to answer this and I know you know this, Mary, cuz you are wise, okay? True or false, Jesus was once caught in a storm <laughs> on the Red Sea. Oh, caught <laughs> That's funny. I mean, caught. The, well, anyway, it's it's false. 
That is correct! That's right. That's a good one. Good call. Uh, it was, but you know what? He was walking on the water in a storm on the Sea of Galilee. That is correct, Mary! Hit it twice! Good job! Exactly right, Mary. That is exactly the target. You got it. You nailed it. Good job. He wasn't. He wasn't caught though. He purposely. Yeah, was he was. Walking. Yeah, I know that. That's a funny way to say it. He was caught think, in the storm. I think it's just funny. I think it's funny to say he was caught. He was caught walking. See that? See, we cheered you up just with funny. that trivia question. See, that's funny. Good job, Mary. Excellent work again. You are fantastic, and we love having you on the show. Oh, well, thank you, thank uh, you. I, uh, I enjoy the program when I'm able to listen to it, okay? Thank you. God bless. All right, you take care, and have a good, good, super good weekend, and we'll look forward to hearing from you on Monday, okay? You got it. You okay. got it. Right. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. That's funny. When you can get married to laugh about the question, you are you're hitting it out of the park. Right. Okay. Now, listen, I will tell you this. So I'm going to do the history in a second. But on Monday, I might do a really different show. No, I mean, really different. Something happened today when I was doing my devotions, really, really kind of cool stuff. And I'm thinking of when I do the show, I'm praying about it. And you guys can pray with me, you know, over the weekend, just a five second prayer. It's all I care about. Just bring it to the Lord. I'm thinking about literally sharing how my devotional time went and just sharing you what, I mean, I had this boom, 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 boom. And I, I just thought I'd love to just share how each thought built upon another in the scripture in my devotional time. Just share it with you. I don't, I don't know. If I don't do it Monday, I'm going to do it in sometime next week. So just be in prayer for me. All right, let's do history. And you know what? Let's hold history because of our time frame. And let's do history in the next segment because our time frame is a little tight. Does that make sense? Sure it does, Dave. <laughs> you know, he said bulldog. He called me a bulldog. Okay, here we go. <laughs> All right, so you have James the father, right? The father of the the the, uh, the apostle Judas. Then you had James the younger, which I still think is one of the most impressive, impressive of all. Then you have James the elder. Now, now let's differentiate real quickly. This is John's brother, Matthew 4, 21 through 22. He left his career and his family He was that's, to, to follow Jesus. He was business partners with Peter. People are like, well, where do you get that from? Luke chapter 5, verse 10 shows you that Peter and Andrew and James and John were partners in the fishing biz. Now, how did that work? I, have no, I don't know. I don't know. Four fishermen? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know how they incorporate I have they were partners in some fashion. He was, James was, one of the three. And there's no doubt that you have the 12, and then you have the three, and then some will argue for the one. And by that, I mean this. You have the 12 apostles. Then with the 12 apostles, you have—so you had two Simons, two James, two Judases, Matthew, John, Bartholomew, Andrew, Philip, and Thomas. And then you in that framework, you had Peter, James, and John that were the tight three out of the 12. They were tighter with Jesus. And you think, well, how do you get to say they were tighter? They were the only ones on the Mount of Transfiguration when Jesus turned, well, we don't know what he turned, almost like a solid energy beam, a beam of light so bright that nobody's ever seen it before. I don't know. I mean, talk about sci-fi, like, wow. 
I mean, that's like that's that's real, and you can't even figure out how to how to say it. Brighter than anything they've been able to see. The three of them were also also with Jairus's daughter in Mark chapter five, and they were also the closer ones in the Garden of Gethsemane in Matthew twenty six thirty seven. So these three were in tighter. Now, there's another argument that John was even in tighter in the book of John because he leans on Jesus's chest and says, you know, you know, who is it? Who is it? That may be. What we know for sure is that these three were very close. And of these three, Peter, James, and John, this is James. This is the third James in Scripture. And we know initially he had a mistaken view of Christ. Did you hear what I said? He had a mistaken view because he thought he was going to sit on his left or right side. Like, oops. Right? But he grew up and he grew in the Lord. And he was a big part of everything that took place in Acts 2.4, Acts 3.1, Acts 4.19, Acts 8.14. But there's one thing that James did that a lot of people miss, and that is he put the full speed on. Because in Acts chapter 12, verse 1 through 2, he died for Jesus. And of the apostles— not, not the first martyr of the church, but of the apostles and of the three, he died for his faith. So before Peter and John could, quote-unquote, touch glory, maybe a way to say that, James took the most glorified position of identifying with Jesus and laid it all down for his faith. So now this is like, wow, that's like so cool. So now you got like James, who's the dad of the one apostle. You got James the younger, and this is like James the elder or the older, I guess would be a way to say it. So I guess you can try and figure out that it's maybe it's an age thing, but he's the first one to touch glory face to face. He died for Jesus. Oh, that's just powerful stuff. Okay. We come back, we'll look at the last one. You're listening to the David Smoot Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Just as I am, you reach down. What is the David Spoon experience? And God's it's like, there's no room there. It's like, well, no, 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 I, I can, I can, you know, not vote for either kingdom. Well, let me get this straight. You're not voting for the kingdom of God. Therefore, you're also trying to be a supporter of the kingdom of darkness. How's that work? That doesn't work. And in, in lieu of that, you know, I was, uh, had a discussion with my son. We were talking about preparation and being ready, because you never know when the Lord, you don't know when that trumpet's going to blow for you. You don't know at that moment where God's going to go, ding dong, time's up. And I say, I said, you always got to be ready. He said, well, you can't always be ready. It's like, no, you always got to be ready. Matthew chapter 24, verse 42, be ready, always be ready, for you do not know the day that the Lord will come. And that's not just from an eschatological point of view for life, that's for you individually. You got to be ready and watchful and aware because this is kingdom stuff and there's a kingdom being built to glorify god and there's all the opposing kingdoms and it's a pretty straightforward question which kingdom are you trying to support that's the question 
And if you say, well, I'm not supporting any kingdom, then you are opposed to the kingdom of God. Because you're either helping advance his kingdom or you're in opposition. And that's where Jesus split the line. And you think, well, that, that doesn't seem fair. We have a great word around this show that we like to use every once in a while, but with tons of love. Tough. It's like it's, it's not whether you think it's fair or not. You know, well, I don't think God, a God of love, would do it this way or this way. Too bad what you think. You're not God. That's not up to you. Well, that's just what the Bible says. So let me get this straight. So you believe that God can create the universe, but he can't write a book? Boy, that argument's going to get lost every single time. So my whole point in bringing this up is there's, it's not a contradiction at all. You're either, for, you're either for in Luke 9, 49 and 50. You're either for the kingdom, advancing the kingdom, driving out demons in the name of Jesus Christ, trying to make declaration for the truth of God, or you're against the kingdom, whether you are verbally, physically against it, or whether you are verbally and physically doing nothing. There is no neutral. You're either a kingdom advancer or you're against the kingdom. And what's really hard, are you ready for your noodle to get baked here, is the decisions that we make advance kingdoms. Do we consider our decisions before we make these decisions, do we consider what kingdom we're impacting? Wow. Isn't that tough? The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's Man, the truth station here in Texas, getting ready to do our last trivia question. Shout out to our good friend Steve who sent me a joke. See, see, what you guys don't know is what goes on. Most of you know uh, that when you send an email, there'll be some engagement back and forth during the show. But I'm just telling you right now, we're getting in the 20s, high 20s, and 30s on my responses. So there's a lot more just thumbs up stuff going on. Uh, But uh, he sent me a joke. (laughs) This is so funny. All right, uh, last uh, trivia question. No, I'm not telling you the joke. That's part of the fun. I'll tell you later. Okay, you want to tell you the joke? Now, remember, if you don't like it, it's his fault. Does having a fever make you a hothead? (laughs) That's right. That's what we've come to on the show. True or false? Ready? This is a great question. True or false? Jesus would sometimes spit as part of his healing miracles. True or false? If you think you know the answer, we would encourage you to call 972-445-0770, or you can text in 214-210-8483, or you can send an email, david, at hemustincrease.org. We are actually going to do the history, because we didn't get to do that last time, so let's play our little history sound. Let's go All right, for those that don't know, uh, I will say this right now. This is one of my wife's more favorite sandwiches. Today is National French Dip Day, and I am a fan, right? Are you a fan? You got to be. How can you not That's be a, a fan? Sandwich. It's a great sandwich, right? I mean, it's, you know, 
Now, I like a lot of sandwiches, so I'm okay with all that. And I get to talk about food because I've had to eat salad for like four or five days in a row, so I don't want to hear anything from anybody. Uh, it is also uh, Domino Day, so I couldn't figure out whether that was Domino or Domino's. Okay, but then it turns out it's National Pizza with the Works, except Anchovies Day. <laughs> Just like who who could possibly come up with a holiday that says pizza with the Works, except something? Domino's. Well, there. That was good. That's a good point. It's International Guinness World Records Day. Got nothing to say to that. And then finally, it's Chicken Soup for the Soul Day. Uh, something I actually have a relationship with the author and stuff like that. So it's kind of that's kind of cool. Uh, what's interesting in this? Uh, 1936, the San Francisco Oakland Bay Bridge opened to traffic for the first time between San Francisco and Oakland Bay. And if you live there, you deserve it. Okay, so <laughs> I came out of California. I could say it. And then uh, 1946 is the first U.S. drive-in bank. That's a good thing. Here's the best. You tell me this is not. Well, two last bests, and then we'll get to it. Uh, 1990, and this day, Tim Berners-Lee published a formal proposal for the World Wide Web. In 1990, on this day, not Al Gore and Big Macs. Okay? I mean, come on, people. <laughs> Al Gore invented the Internet. Uh-huh. Okay, I have a bridge to sell you. <laughs> it's like killing me here. And then this is the best. Don't, this is the best. Look what anybody says. 1955 on this day. You know what day it is? It's November 12th. And for 1955, lightning strikes Hill Valley Clock. According to the movie Back to the Future, the Hill Valley Clock is struck by lightning at 10.04 p.m. Doc and Marty would use their knowledge of this event to power the DeLorean back to the future, but not out of bankruptcy because they never recovered. So anyway, all right, there you go. Just a little fun. All right, let's do the, let's see, we did the trivia question again, right? Okay, your trivia question. Oh, yeah, that had to do with this. True or false, Jesus would sometimes spit as a part of his healing miracles. True or false. Again, if you think you know the answer, you can call 972-445-0770. You can text 214-210-8483, or you can send an email, david, at hemustincrease.org. Let's talk about James, the brother, or as we know him, the half-brother of Jesus, because that's James number four. So James number one, the dad of one of the apostles. James number two is James the Little, or less known might be more accurate, but let's just say Little. James number three is James the Elder, and then you have the fourth James, James the Brother, okay? One of Joseph and Mary's kids, in spite of the theology that comes from different denominational groups, some of which actually have Christians in it and some don't. I mean, I guess that's a split for—that's true for everything. In Matthew 13, 55, in Mark chapter 6, verse 3, and in Matthew chapter 1, verse 25, you get the understanding without limitation, unless you want to rearrange the Greek because you're just in a mood to create something, that Jesus was the older brother of four brothers and at least two sisters. And let me point out, it could be more sisters. And how do you know it's two sisters? Because it, it names the four brothers by name name in the scripture, and it says his sisters are here. We don't know if that's two, three, four. Nobody knows. You know, I, don't, I don't know. You don't know. Could be three. Could be five. Could be ten. Who knows? You don't know. I don't know. We don't know. 
But this James that we're talking about is his brother, his youngest brother. Well, why is that significant? Well, don't you know that this is a family business? How can you guys not know that by now? This is a family business. John chapter 7, verse 5 illustrates that James, his younger brother, was not a believer. Well, you're trying to tell me that he didn't believe that Jesus? No. If your brother was the Messiah, you probably wouldn't believe it either. I'm not saying that to be rude. I'm trying to be like normal, like regular people. Like, right? You're, I'm the Messiah. Sure you are. Okay? Well, get out of my room. Right? I mean, that would be, that would be, that's the normal part of it. Acts chapter 1, verse 13 through 14, the resurrection is what threw James over because he was not called a believer prior to Acts chapter 1, verse 13 through 14. So the younger brother of Jesus, most, I mean, the most simple way to define it is between the death, burial, and resurrection, he became a follower. He recognized that his brother was not just a brother. That resurrection changed, and, and, and if you had seen somebody die and it was a family member and they came back to life, right? He's titled an apostle in Galatians 1.19. Because of when Galatians 1.19 was written, we know it's not James the Elder because he was already dead. So there's another James. That's how you know. He is recognized initially as a more, more of a zealot for the law, according to Galatians 2.12. He wrote the book of James. So I want everybody to listen to what I just said. It's one of the earliest books ever written in the New Testament. It's the brother of Jesus that wrote the book of James. Okay? was not James, Peter, James, and John. It was the brother of Jesus, or half-brother of Jesus. And he became a top leader in the church council. We know this in Acts chapter 15, verse 13, because he kind of laid it out and said, okay, this is the testimony we've heard. This is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to respond. This is the answer. And everybody said, okay. <laughs> That's how you know he was in charge, right? Not complex. He just took charge. Everybody listened. He was the dude, okay? He was the dude in charge. So this is James the brother, who's also an apostle, becomes also an apostle. Uh, one of the testimonies of the original apostles had to do with uh, seeing the uh, resurrection take place. So you have James the dad, James the younger, or James the older, which I would prefer to have it say James the little and James the great, and then James the brother, all four just manifesting a fantastic example of how we can be Christians on different angles and different sides of things. Right? That's all. All right, you got somebody ready to answer the trivia? Okay, here we go. Here we go. This is David. Who are we talking to? Hi, David. This is Ace. Hi, Brother Ace. How are you, my good friend? I'm doing good. I just uh, put a little bit of money in a, in a mail to the radio station, so look for it. You got it, brother, um, and I thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, you deserve it. <laughs> you deserve it. Yeah, yeah. if I got it, it would be great. <laughs> It goes to radio. If I got some of it, though, that'd be cool, too. <laughs> well, I, I was thinking more the other way. I was thinking more you needed household money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the well, way you're talking, I said household money. We're going we're gonna to get there, that's for sure. <laughs> All right, my brother, I got about two minutes left, so you got to tell me, yeah. true or false, Jesus would sometimes spit as part of his healing miracles. Uh, he was what? He would spit. 
Use spit. Use yes. spittle. That's very, that's very true. A man's eyes got healed. Yes. That is correct, sir. Three times. Mark chapter 7, verse 33, Mark chapter 8, verse 23, and John chapter 9, verse 6, Jesus used spit in the process. And people are like, well, why would he do that? And I think it's just to clear out the people who are overly holy. <laughs> like, you know, oh, he, he, would, he, would, he would never do that. It's like, that's exactly what he did. That's the problem. You don't think he would do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Absolutely right. Well, thank you. Uh, well, appreciate you guys. And um, Chris doing a good job. I love Chris. Uh, his spirit is just somebody's voice. It's really nice. And Anyway, appreciate you guys. God. Take care, and uh, may the Lord bless you with good health and wealth in Jesus' blood and name. Amen. I receive that in Jesus' name. God bless you, brother. And you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, what a great—I thought today was just a great, fun show. So some shows—and now you guys get—you understand how this goes. You can't do uh, uh, 90 minutes of radio and have every show be the best show. It just doesn't—I don't know. My wife often says to me, if every show was the best show, there'd be no best show. Like, fine, use your logic, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Anyway, here's the thing. You want a good answer for the weekend? Get closer to the Lord. That's a good answer. And then you figure it out from there. It'll all work out because you know what? He's in charge, and he loves you. That's that's the big key. All right, folks, you've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, taking a 72-and-a-half-hour break, and then we'll be back. More insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. The views expressed in the preceding program were those of the speakers and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.